All right. Uh, hey, hey there, ho there. <laughs> oh, this is the Captain Lou podcast with uh, your host, Captain Lou and co-captain Luke. Yes. And uh, we've, we've got our lav mics on and a Facebook live stream to accompany us on this journey. Today we have, uh, we have a, a specific mission. We want to begin an ethical exploration. Yes. Yes. And this is, this is tender, tender doings because this ethical exploration will be focused around how, how do we put it luke uh, uh child fame yes fa uh, famous kids the reason we're doing it will explain what it is yes we've been watching for years as lots and lots of good intentioned coach moms and coach dads yes and company owners and youtube influencers begin to find the yellow brick road leading into them putting their kids out there yes and yes we so we're going to talk about that today but first we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors yes which is several of you guys who listen yeah. we're very grateful for the uh the monthly budget we're presently at an expansive 65 dollars a month which is <laughs> up ten dollars from last month yes and um um we are very very grateful for that we dream of uh gopros yeah i know and eventually we dream of travel and interview and um spot checks and things like that uh yeah we're gonna do frontside smith stalls across the country if this keeps up <laughs> um and uh so we're very grateful for those of you who sponsor us through our podbean yes link uh it's somewhere you can find the way it's fine um we are pretty sure that we will uh figure out better ways to harvest uh, American coin <laughs> off of you. Uh, a little <laughs> DI reference there from Ancient Artifacts. Oh my gosh. But um, we also want to thank uh, our friends at Life Skateboards who make these lovely planks. I, I will not fail to hold up my next rider. I'm riding one of these right now. It's an 11-inch wide 1475 wheelbase on the Life Concave. They're very happy. Uh, Luke, what are you riding? I have like an 875 Popsicle. That's what you ride. I kind of found my home there for a while. I've really been enjoying it. I don't. I, I know that the Popsicle is really popular and that in the craft maker movement, it gets not necessarily hate, but maybe a little bit of hate, but I sure. actually enjoy them. Yeah. I, I actually really like them. And it's not because I do a bunch of switch stuff. I just actually like the shape. I like a bigger, like a round nose. I don't know. It just pleases my me. And what pleases you is what ought to please the makers too. Yes. Um, although making popsicles as a maker myself, yes. Um, making popsicle boards uh, was always less of a passion than making something unique and shaped and fun. Yes. And um, and you know opinions are m multitudinous. They are unlike buttholes uh, because uh, um, each person usually only has one of those, <laughs> yeah, you only get but one. opinions, we have them all over the place. Yes, right. They're um, like so skin pores. Or... I am grateful that opinions are not like buttholes. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be covered with buttholes. <laughs> be covered in I'd be putting spoiler. buttholes into everything I think about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. If I may add a caveat, though, I like popsicles from a place like Life Skateboards. Like, you know, I don't want like an anti-hero popsicle. They're not the worst, but... I like the more um, decadent concaves and, and yeah. Cadillac-like feel of a maker board. Than, um, 
chill. Specifically makers who invest their time and treasure into developing deep concaves with lots of contour and yes. some graduated vector in the uh, kicks. Yes. So thanks to Life Skateboards for keeping us on skateboards and keeping us um, from uh, having to um, endure the rigors of the countertop um, where we uh, can usually only pick from a handful of, uh, of Chinese and Mexican production. Um, I, uh, not to be a hater, but I, I hate that, <laughs> but I hate it. I really do. It <laughs> rankles me something fierce. And, um, so, um, if, I mean, whatever, but, uh, so we're grateful to life skateboards for making great skateboards. We would like to encourage every one of you to go on life skateboard, singular.com, yep. life skateboard.com, order yourself up something special to ride. Um, maybe you are wondering how it'll do. Uh, put it next to your daily rider, incorporate it into your fun, and find out that, no, these things are super great for daily riders, even the weirdo shapes. Yes. Um, that said, um, it's Captain Lou and uh, my co-captain Luke. Luke keeps me on track. Huh. Um, I, have, uh, I have a brain and mind and, uh, and a mouth. We've all learned this over the years. But um, today we we're doing a specific purpose with our episode, and we want to talk about and and only begin to talk about yeah. what will probably be a recurrent uh, ex ethical exploration. Little background: um, those of you who know me know that I am in the city of Cincinnati. I've lived here for twenty-two years. Um, I've been in my neighborhood, which is an urban neighborhood, for 20, no, 18 years, and um, started working in skateboarding professionally, really only part-time, really amateur, um, in 2005. By 2008, I decided to start my own brand because um, I have a different view of what the role of a brand can be in skateboarding. Um, I see that best embodied by outfits like Life Skateboards, right. um, who bring craft and trade together and give you something of character. Also, life is very sober-minded, mm. um, pro-sobriety. Yep. Um, there's a God-fearing aspect to me, and there's a God-fearing aspect at life. Um, and as many ways as I may be different, to the other people I deal with, these commonalities are precious to me. I do steer clear of like Christian skateboard brands. They creep me out. Um, I really do. I get creeped out. Um, the idea that, oh, now you're good enough to, uh, you're good enough at skateboarding to rep the man with the holes in his hands. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah. It, yeah, but I, I see more, I, I like my, uh, I like my skateboards to uh, not, have a particular religious faith. I like them to be made of quality laminate and have good contours. I find that at life. I made that with uh, Fickle. And um, Luke and I will be back at it in some small batch activities that will be supplemental to our growing media empire. It's an empire. Um, we did not think it would take <laughs> off this fast. We've got uh, more than 10 people a day <laughs> who are uh, at least looking into possibly listening through some of these slavering rants. Oh, 
Dude. What? We're on Apple Podcast. Oh! We're on Apple. It, I wish there was a bell I could ring. We figured it out. We're on Apple, everybody. Yeah, that was a funny thing because we started getting... We've been asking Apple to let us through the door. Yes. Why? This rankles me. I love rankle. That's a great word. My <laughs> hackles rise. That's another one I like saying. Rankle and hackle. It rankles yes. my hackles yeah. <laughs> that we... My hackles have hackles yes. rising on yes, them. Right. When we are asking, oh, please, giant soulless media corporation who is <laughs> obviously hand in hand with the with the the deep state yes right to cover Concern. up all this stuff and yes. you know and uh, you know oh you know will you please let us put our humble little little itty bitty podcast on your service so that we can you know but right. you just do it so we did it luke did it he's back well, luke is back of house you can't may i just i just do it I get that 20 seconds sometimes you get something done and you get done with it but you look back retrospectively and realize that you don't understand how you got it done. It just now is accomplished. It's a terrifying black hole place for me to be because you didn't actually learn anything. You didn't actually, all you grew in was just your terror that everything is going to be like this in the world. Whereas you're trying to get something done and you're just hitting buttons in different orders until it just works. It's like trying to put your password in and then you reset the password and your new password that you put in it says, hey, this was the old password. <laughs> you know what I mean? All that yes. being said, we're on Apple. It happened. Uh, what was so funny about getting on Apple, um, Apple is the one I use on my phone. Yes. I don't have Spotify, but I hear it's giant. All the, all the young people in my life yes. are like, you're blowing it. Yes. Uh, Podbean's a loser. Yes. And um, I, well, uh, you run what you brung. And Podbean was the one that was the, the simplest to start with for us. Yes. We also have delusions of not being canceled. Well, um, today's episode is very likely, um, if there were any indoors left, to get me barred again at the door of an <laughs> indoor skate park, which happened before when I broached this very topic. Yes. Although I have zero, I have zero emotional bad feelings about doing this. I feel great about talking about the child star phenomenon that yes. we see with this, the ability to platform uh, children in skateboarding uh, and, and to rake in really a lot of money. Yeah, real um, money. There's yeah. real yeah. money involved. We're talking 100 grand months. Yes. Can be raked in by nothing more than people looking at stuff. Right. Um, we are not, we are not sure that this will happen to us. Yeah, um, be nice. it would be nice. Yeah, we are not at all averse to right. large amounts of money coming in through our endeavors, nay, labors in yes. creating media. <laughs> <laughs> We're not against it. Um, if it happens, we have plans in place for how not to lose our minds. Um, and I think that this is uh, what we're going to wind up talking about with this because we, we've been watching for years. Um, back in the day, BITD, for what it's worth, yes. um, back in the day, we watched, I, I don't know, I'm going to name names. We're going to talk about public yeah. things. I think it's fine. Um, we've been ground zero on revived skateboards since day one here. 
Day Revive one. Skateboards spent at least one year, if not three or four, as the top selling brand of skateboards in America. Yeah. Um, outfits like Thrasher and the Nine Club have... Um, oh, Jeff Wiseman with the uh, <laughs> Stay Away From Hookers and Blow. We We're are on. definitely staying away from Hookers and Blow. We are definitely going to stay married to our wives our whole lives long. Yes. Um, we're going to, we know the man comes around yes. that he will cut us down. Yes. Johnny Cash has taught us this much. And so we're going to, we're going to maintain that line in our lives. Yeah. You need really creative and interesting plans. Yes. Uh, something beyond doomsday bunkers, <laughs> um, which has also been done in skateboarding. Yes. Um, and, um, I'm not critical of, uh, the purchase of a doomsday bunker as a branding base that happened in Dayton Yeah, with Who alien, was that? alien yeah, workshop, alien workshop. Rob, Rob Dyrdek. He, he did a, he did a couple of, of interesting moves, Yes, but we're not here to talk about Rob. We'll talk about Rob soon. Yes. And we'll talk about Fred Gall and Dan Pencil. We're yes. going to bring up some of the, the right. old, the old low card back when low card was low card right back when um vox shoes was owned by skaters hot. Yes, who vox, dude. ran it into the ground in year two dude i think you bought me a pair of vox shoes in the very beginning of things and they sucked so bad that was after the skaters didn't own it anymore <laughs> yes, they yes so immediately bad, became garbage dude like and, the um, soles wore down that so like yes. the, the there was the a whole soul there was a whole yeah, there's <laughs> <You know? laughs> where the whole sole looks brand new, yes. but there's a quarter size hole under the ball of yes, your pushing foot, literally, dude. or your front foot where you squeeble back. Yes, to, yeah, right. So, um, we're we're ground zero. I'm historic ground zero, and and was skating parks here. I'm a park skater. Yes, you know, I'm I'm not I'm not a street skater. I'm I'm an old guy. I, I like a little quarter pipe. Yeah, come on now. And I'd be out at the skate park, and Andy Schrock would be out there back when Revive was called Revenge. Yes. And he's a happy-go-lucky guy just doing his thing. I didn't even know if he was married at all back then. He was just young. Yeah. And he was just creating content. And he had just found something that he was so into. Yeah. I remember being at the park thinking, oh, you know, I don't want to be in any of these videos. Right. Um, you know, like, I, I don't want to be, like, in the background. And then I remember thinking, oh, I was in the background of that shot. And then I remember like making faces and being like in the background and, and having fun with it. So even for me being around it when it first started before there were sponsored riders, it was just a crew of kids from Beachmont. Yeah. Um, I, I, gr I grew in my affection for it and, and it helped to reveal to me what a curmudgeon and a smug jerk I am, which is in, it's in us, you know? Yeah. So I, I have an appreciation for revenge when it, you know, it started and then they had a name problem because they started making boards and there was already a revenge skateboards. And then they became revived skateboards, which I thought was just the best yeah, no, that was a good job thing. of yeah. rebranding ever. Yes, literally. And by then they were, they were getting somewhere with the YouTube stuff. Yes. And I've talked a lot about the emergence of the craft makers and how like nobody's going to platform craft makers. And it is a problem because craft makers have to not only make every single thing, but they also have to, there's no, there's no one that's going to like, I mean, there was an article done on me as a maker. It was labeled, um, it was loyalty to fickle skateboards. And it was in, it was in a, it was about Ohio. And um, I don't know the guy who did that. 
Where was it? Like, was it in a... Skate and Annoy. Oh, Skate I think Killwag wrote it. I looked it up a little while ago because Instagram wanted to know if there were any articles about me that have been yes. written. So I filled out the links to articles. And then Instagram <laughs> hit me back and they're like, you don't qualify. For whatever it was they were trying to force me to do in the yeah. first place. Yes, um, of course. Facebook forced me to become a content creator page. I do not resent this. I don't. Um, I just, it's worthless in the large scheme. Yeah. In the, in the scheme of a life lived and deathbed regrets and things like that. That's how I think on the daily. Yeah. Like, I just had a, uh, you know, like, I guess as close to a meltdown as I've had in a while. And, and uh, I'm thinking like, oh, I got to handle this with like, not make, not, don't create deathbed regrets. Right. If I can, yep. you know, the way I treat and talk to people. Yeah. But um, today, I think I'll risk it. Go ahead. Because here's what happened. I mean, this is what we see yes. in the public sphere. Yes. Uh, revenge, it becomes revive. It becomes a huge YouTube phenom. Right. Um, there's a grip of people who are affiliated with revive skateboarding um, and, you know, revive skateboards. And it acts like a board brand. Yeah, I guess so. It acts like it's... It acts like it's, uh, I don't know, any of the three major deluxe brands. Um, I, you know, they've got three major brands and then they've got Grimble Sticks, their <laughs> yeah. best work yet. Yes, right. Yes, yes. And then uh, it acts like Santa Cruz or, uh, or uh, Welcome. That's actually know? interesting. I don't actually, I don't, I didn't think that they acted that way. I thought they just acted like a media empire who happened to sell boards. Well, that's what they were. Yeah. What they were was a media empire, and and good on them, by yeah, the way. No, yeah, yeah like good me. on them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that their content is pretty, like, there's like, I have real opinions about the whole, like, uh, I'm going to introduce someone to skateboarding for the first time, so this video is going to be how to kickflip. I think that is yeah. a sad, sad, even dumb yeah idea sure. right okay right but me thinking that something is dumb yeah i mean well that's a... just the start of good conversations yeah right i mean exactly. i didn't i don't know who crowned my thoughts about something <laughs> right. king yes like that's not as important yes. as it sounds yes um if if our listeners are like well i don't think it's dumb I want them to know that I don't think you're dumb. Yeah, or you're for thinking that matter, that's right. not dumb. Me yeah. thinking something's dumb is not the same thing as me thinking you're dumb if you disagree. Yeah, maybe that's a lost level. I really enjoyed that you just said that. I think it's really important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to tell you guys that I think things are dumb. That you know what? In five years, I won't think they're dumb, or yeah. I won't think of the same way. Right. I'm still going to tell you. Yeah, crazy. Because, well, that's what they pay me the big bucks for. <laughs> You know, like that's that's what we're doing here. Hundreds of dollars every year. But my hope isn't that you will be convinced to agree with me. My hope is that you'll be convinced to think, yeah, um, and to talk to each other, and yeah. you know, like right. that. And Luke's watch is ringing. I'm sorry, dude. No, don't be. I got the high tech. I got the Jarvis. Jarvis watch. Is it really called Jarvis? <laughs> no, I wish. I just want Jarvis to be real so bad. I love Tony Stark. He's like the coolest Avenger or whatever bullshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Revive. I'm just filtering a thousand things. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. So anyway, Revive blew up yeah. and became a top selling brand of boards yeah. while it was also like the top 
Google Media Money Harvester. Yeah. And the reason why is because Google found out that they can make money yeah. using this content to platform advertisement. Yeah. No, so if you look at it objectively, that's fine. That's business, but that's not long-term money. Yes. It's lots of money, but it's not long-term money. Yes. Um, or it is, but you'll have, it'll have to be handled. And I hope that it's still working. Yes. I do, because I wish people well. Yeah. Um, even people who wish me wish bad things for me, I hope that you are, I hope you're rich yeah. and healthy right. and that your relationships are strong. Yeah. I really do, because just you know, this stuff is just all so ephemeral. Yes. But then something happened. I remember I was, I was on the sidelines over here. Right. Um, Luke and I, some years back, started farting around with making videos. We made like three of them. It was fun. It was awesome. I enjoyed them. It was summertime and it was really yeah, hot so and I, hot. I owned a candy wagon. Yeah. Oh, don't call it that. <laughs> Please. Oh my God. I, I owned a white panel van. <laughs> yes. And we were taking trips. We did Idiots in Cleveland. Yes. Oh. That's one of my favorite videos we did. And around the same time, we did a video in which I had one of those sincere camera moments. Both of us did where we were like, listen, you know, revive skateboards, you know, like right. no disrespect intended, but we don't respect you moments. You True. know, you'll have those with me. Right. And um, it was funny. Yeah, I, I, you know, there's lots of jokes that I'm going to regret and some that I already do. I can't even remember why we were saying that, because now that I'm thinking about Revive, the well, entire, my entire thought process is like, dude, they just did their thing. They, I don't know. Like, it, I, it's I, I, a little more than their thing happened. OK, go ahead. All right. Yeah, because what what happened was. um, And this is not sinister or some big expose. Go ahead. But I remember that there was a Dove Men skincare campaign involved. In oh, the yeah. public thing, sure. Um, and um, kids came into the mix, you know. Yes. Um, the son of the owner, you know, like started to be featured in the videos. Yeah. And um, I seem to remember the son of the owner being in the Dove skincare campaign. I don't know. I, I caught it peripherally. I like surf skate media. I'm very interested in whether there are even voices on certain things. Right. And um, and then I began to see the the rise of the present standard for carrying the revive brand right and it is the uh the little kid's son of the owner yeah being platformed into being a very widely known you know i yeah. would use the term famous yeah no person. for sure all right now before you guys think i'm just going to pile onto this and automatically assume that this is a terrible and sinister thing right that's not what i intend to do hmm. i intend to address that this is a dangerous thing yeah that this is a tricky thing yes but i don't want us all to default to some negative conclusion right because what luke and i were thinking about in the car was look can it be done yes can it be done well yep. that kids can be made famous, that can be child stars yes, right. and not suffer the stuff that the Nickelodeon kids did yeah, and the Disney kids did? Because if you dark. don't know, you should find out. It's a feature of your modern history 
Yeah. That is just a Google search away of yep. uh, finding out like what Nickelodeon was doing, the kind of direction and, and leadership they were hiring in to do shows. Right. And it's very, it's sad, it's dark, you know, but this is skateboarding. Yeah. And like, it, it shouldn't be the case that a kid's life suffers long-term damage just because they were YouTube. There were also channels on YouTube that are using kids on toy reviews and package opening yeah then there were some reality parents and there's some some uh, sad stories out there about reality parents who the kids really didn't want their family to be a reality tv show and it was downright abusive neglectful awful you know yeah and i don't want us to default to that that's automatically happening in fact i would love to find out that this is actually being done well yeah I almost expect it because Andy Schrock, who right. runs Revive, um, strikes me, and that's all I got. Yeah. Strikes me as kind of a good guy. Yeah, dude. And he's from Ohio. Yeah. He's not a California, like, fame chasing type of dude. Right. I couldn't help but wonder out loud yesterday hmm. for all of the suspicious things that might be the, the, the go to on this. Yeah. Because I do see it as a. Well, that's, oh, that's very interesting. We got paused at 25 minutes. So we're I just going to. how long we are on the. Is oh, yeah. Can tell? we tell? Hey, could one of you guys who are watching let us know how long we've been going? Can I do it? We're yeah. about 38 minutes now. Dang, well, that's that fine. Sucks, well, we've lost 13 minutes of our audio for reasons unbeknownst. Right. Um, it could be the warmth of our contact charger. You think I so? noticed that sometimes it warms up and we lose that. But a quick recap is yeah. that as much as we wish well, for the child stars because it's a thing we have it now it's a cultural feature thank you tyler yeah. cecil for letting us know appreciate you bud um as much as we wish well for them um we have concerns about uh watching child stardom be the pivot point of one of the largest youtube because this is our life now like we're in this like all of the kids are brain soaked in the social media and in the content media yes um what is it it's it's um it's youtube it's TikTok. yeah it's instagram they're yep. the big ones yes i think those three probably um probably represent yeah the lion's share right of what the kids are soaked in and these kids are in just a minute going to be grown-ups yes and so there's no way that we get to move forward as a people in skateboarding without taking into account the importance right of these things right and when we see uh when we see a a huge concern like revive skateboards make a pivot yeah into you basically employing right a child star yes who is uh, you know the child of the main you look at that and this is a number one selling board brand i mean this would be a great article series in thrasher i know like thrasher should do jankum right um or or jane come <laughs> they God. should oh they God. should do articles on how to do your kids a youtuber right right um not just immediately assume that everyone's going to do it wrong, even though almost everyone so far has. Right. Yes. Um, but to say, how do you do it right? I would like to sit down with Andy Schrock 
and ask him and say, hey, you know, give us give us a primer yep. on how how can people do this? Right. I'm kind of willing to assume that Andy's doing it right. Uh, yeah. Is that... No, I think... Am well, I naive? I just watched like 15 seconds of their newest video, and I just... It galls me how much I like the guy. He seems so friendly and gentle and kind, and his kid seems like such a great kid. There you know you what go. I mean? Like, like, wouldn't it be... Literally. Wouldn't it be sick <clears throat> if really Andy could sort of speak to all of the dads and the moms who are putting their kids into this right. stuff? Right. Um, I think that would be super sick. Not that I think that Andy would come on the podcast. Um, oh, that'd be so cool. There's been a, there's been two, there's been a distance because I'm so provocative. Sure. I really have angered the big boys. Yeah. Um, they go by boys. <laughs> Almost everything they do, they put boys behind it. Well, it's, they nuts. Act like them, so. it's nuts. It's nuts. Well, I'm a boy. I act like yeah. a boy. I know. I like it. I like calling people <laughs> I, boys. Like, what's up, boys? I love that. There's only kids yeah. and big kids, and I'm a I'm a kid. Yes. You're a kid. We're all kids. They're kids. Yes. I I've stepped on toes, and I I honestly, I don't know, dude. Even when I've gone further than I really think I should have, maybe used more profanity than I would have. Yeah. Um, I just don't. I don't really take any of it back. I know. I think that the skateboarding culture, I think all the cultures right. have been largely garbage. Right. Um, that when they flatten it out and they create this lore, you yep. know, from Craig Stasek all the way back in the 70s, yep. they flatten it out into a narrative that yes. really isn't a fit for everyone. Yeah. And um, they made real good money yes. and wasted it. Yeah. And they made less than they could have. Yes. By the you know the history of skateboard media is a fascinating thing. We're in a new chapter. We're ten years into the YouTubers being skateboard media. The yeah, TikTok, right. YouTube, Instagram have destroyed the continuity of that narrative. Yes. Now it's a kaleidoscope. Yes, and you can like my like TikTok's algorithm learned me and has fed me. Just tons and tons of inspiring fat old guys who <laughs> yes. are in skateboarding, yes. Yes. doing fat old guy stuff. Right. Grandpas and yep. dads who are, I'm 36 years old and I'm fat. Yeah. And when I jump on this skateboard, I forget about all of that. And, 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 and that was one of them That's on awesome. my TikTok today as I was, I was loading up my brain. And um, this is awesome. Yeah. This is a keeper. But along with it comes, well, all right. How do we keep there from being horrible, damaging? You know, allegations are not proof. No. And innocence before conviction of guilt is essential. Yes. But allegations are damaging. They are. They are. They really hurt everybody. Right. Not the okay. <laughs> and and it's not the allegations, but it's the fact that we all understand that if that didn't happen, something like it definitely did. Right. Somewhere else with someone else. Right. And um. And it'd be great for everyone to make it harder yes. for that kind of stuff that's in that sort of allegation to happen. Right. The stories of child stardom, you know, are just filled with tales of destruction and woe. Whoa. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's talk about how to do it right. Yes. Let's talk about it not being creepy or uh, exploitative or opportunistic and not being a... a 
you know, a, a valley of devastation, you know? Well, I will say this about Andy Schrock. Um, it seems like he would be set up really well to do this well because he already made his bajillion dollars through Revive. Though, so that would, it would assuage his desire to make a bunch of money through his kid. But I will Dude. say this, it does appear that he started starring his kid once Revive's views drop down he has like five million yes. subscribers but his last video with his kid has under a hundred thousand views that's very few for revive back yeah. when they were doing eight million views or three million exactly views. what is a what does a video make if it gets three million views i'm gonna look it up yeah what I, you know i'm curious about right. about that i don't believe in these um looking up someone's worth you know like their how much money they have online right. i don't think any of that's really reliable right but like what's the deal with um <clears throat> the drug-like effect of, oh, yeah. I made a 10-minute video. It took me an hour and a half, two hours to edit, and I got how much money? It's So <coughs> this is a huge range. Okay. You can expect to make up to $6 per 1,000 views. This means that your <coughs> estimated earnings would be between 1200 to 6000 for every million views. So it's actually not that much money. Well, let's call it twelve. Let's call it uh, $3,000. Yeah. Okay. Per million. Per million. So $9,000. I guess that's kind of crazy. If you did a video every day. And, and they did. So at, yeah. do 9,000 times three days a week. Say you got winners. Yes. Three days a week at nine grand a pop. That's at the low middle. Times three. So that's 27 grand times four. For a four month. weeks. Yeah. yeah. 27. Ooh, that's 108 grand. It's 108 month. grand in a month. That and is a lot of money. Of course, you're not going to make that every month, but you might make that every month for a year or two. Which is pretty wild, dude. So. But that's still, well, I guess that like, would bump you over a million dollars for, yeah, that would be a you're lot. You're going to owe a lot of taxes. Yeah. I don't you know. You make how a million dollars, you're probably looking at a $600,000 a year. It's not really mad money. Feels like mad money. Yeah. That's not. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe you can, um, maybe you can, um, I just, I think it would take a lot of wisdom to handle because like we're doing media and we might catch, we might catch some virality or maybe even we might establish a listenership. Yeah. And if we did, you know, maybe we would see some, some years during which we saw, I don't know, like something beyond subsistence level income yeah no that know. would be well and here's the other thing that was we have just calculated youtube if he was selling i mean he sold a crap ton of boards as well okay t-shirts and shirts so like, merchandising you know. so go ahead and add you go, okay so then you know you're making more than a million in a year where you're getting three million views and he's had eight million views yeah. on things he's and that's had just 10 YouTube. million views right you so know. he could have been doing up to a somewhere between one and five million dollars a year okay let's say like you're looking at five million dollar mm. years and then it begins to decline yes and you find that the videos that do well are the yeah. ones that have my little son in them yes um and again, this is, I think it would do, do us all really well before we even go another step to reiterate, to yes. say again, yes. that we shouldn't just assume it's being done badly, even though I can't imagine how it's done well. I'm yes. honestly curious yep. how parents, like think of Ryan Sheckler, mm -hmm. um, you know, and he's a really nice guy. Yeah. He's like a really yeah. Ryan seems cool. He's a super super nice person. Yeah, 
like you get around him and he just has a really chill vibe and you think of like he came through the rigors of that famous childhood or you know who else was mm -hmm. forced into it mm -hmm. um tattoos all over him oh niger uh, houston yeah niger oh. houston was forced into it too yeah and he's had to you know um there are a lot of people who might be able to speak to this about how to do this well and i just don't see media that is offering any discussion of hey right. man like it's a media generation right and kids are having to figure this out for themselves right and then parents who get their kids into it are having to either figure it out or just not figure it out and do it anyway <laughs> right and right. it would be good for a conversation to be started well and like take this andy shock thing you know he starts putting his kid in when his views start to decline so you can see that two ways one way and maybe the easier way to see it would be like this is he's really taking advantage of his kid this is kind of dark but the other another okay. person could make an argument if you wanted to steal man andy's argument it might be well he's a robust entrepreneur he's just trying to do what it takes to make money for his family and maybe set his kids up so that they yes. don't have to pay for college right. you know like I don't know and we don't know and it and to right. some extent it's not our business exactly right except that it's public yeah so it kind of it's is. public right. and we're all watching it happen and right. i'm getting to an age going on 50 next may that i'm tired of the damage that it does to all of us right. when evil increases in the land i know right okay i know here we go <laughs> i am i'm yeah, tired no, of the it. i'm tired of the how how much of a, a right. deep bummer it is right to see another person crashed right. and burned on the rocks of having been made famous as a child right and then trying to navigate into adulthood from that right but i hold out hope that if anyone's going to get it right it will be a a sweet cool and, and not even get it right yeah if anyone's going to be trying to do it right right it's going to be someone like an andy schrock which is cool that's all i'm I really hope so. I mean, I have high hopes for the guy. He seems like such a nice guy. It would break my heart to learn that it was all a scandal and horrible. You know, it's not. It's not I, all. Yeah. No, I think it's very unlikely, and I think it's good for us to right. have a minute where right. we're not just garbage picking. Yeah, you know, doing yellow journalism <laughs> yeah, right. and like picking the lowest common denominator. Right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. we could hope for the best here. Right. And um, and maybe and, give somebody the benefit of the doubt every once in a while. What that's, if that's not bad? What if we interviewed one of these coach dads or coach moms yeah. and they came on and said, I don't think I am doing it right. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Like what if they said, I don't think I'm doing it right. I don't think anyone knows how to do it right, but right. here's what I'm trying. Yeah. That would be sick. Here are three areas I see are very important. Yeah. One is the, the finances are always a, an important part. The right. other one is, is the uh, development of a, pri not just a private life. Right. But, the the public persona is not the whole person yeah um yeah there's a lot of people who kind of go into character and come out of character when they get off you know like Mike i don't check. think that's necessarily bad Mike check Mike check <laughs> Mike check um i when i was making uh content with fickle skateboards yeah. and going out on the road what i noticed was and i didn't make a lot of of media i just did facebook lives and the odd youtube video here and there i never really got into it right um what i would recognize was in order to do this i'm going to have to make sure that my public persona is a selective a select a selection from 
my real person. Yes. I didn't want to create a public persona that like puts on a fake voice. Yeah, I don't think that I never found that to be true about you. Um, I, I follow a motorcycle channel yeah. or two where the guys, you know, hey, what's up? You know, like that. <laughs> right, like they do that. Right, right. And I get it. They, yeah. That's not their normal thing, but they right. get on there and like, hey, what, what's up, weirdos? Yeah, you know, right. and they do that. I kind of like it. I do too. Yeah, I, you know? I, uh, I do or don't enjoy that media to a certain extent, depending on my own preferences. But I recognize that the crafting of a public persona is necessary and it has to be a it has to be a sub category right. of the whole person and it's easiest for me right for my public persona yeah to be comprised of authentic parts of me yeah so <laughs> i know right <laughs> because that's easier to maintain yeah for it's sure it's more portable i don't yeah. have to I don't have to do an acting exercise yeah. to get into that persona. So I could go on my motorcycle and I could show up at the Tampa Pro. And when the Jenkum guys turn to me and they say something to me, I can respond from who I who I really am and where I'm really at. Right. And um, now would be a good time for me to apologize to the Jenkum guys who asked me a uh, who told me something and then I said something to them. But I don't want to apologize. Yes. I still stand behind it. Right. Because it was completely <laughs> in character of the thing that they had said that you the, were like. They said was I was the David Allen Coe of skateboarding. Right. And I, it was a mistake. Yeah. Because <laughs> you just acted just like yourself, which is similar to David Allen Coe. And they were like, oh. Such <laughs> a weird thing, man. Yeah. Uh, I hope those guys are doing well. I, I'm a God-fearing man, <laughs> and I'm full of opinions and uh, minor, minor and major resentments that I do and don't regret. <laughs> and that swirl is just coming at you like yeah. a tornado let me ask you this this like being an actor versus being authentic a lot of people are you know they get on youtube and they're an actor how does that fit in can how does that conjunct with our conversation about kids are you saying that because kids don't really well, have that ability because kids are forming who they are i oh. i'm not an expert in childhood development but i've raised three men out of children <laughs> and I've been part of the recovery life of several men. Yeah. And what I have come to think yeah. um, is that during those tender years, yeah. being a public person, hmm. being a public person is, it, it makes it hard for a a it's hard for a child to differentiate between the public persona yes. and who they really are. That's really fascinating. And what I've yeah. seen, and this is just me, what I've seen is that they they enter adulthood without a, a well-grounded and well-developed sense of who they are. Right. They know very well who what they're supposed to be like for right. the camera, yep. but the difference between the camera and real life is yeah. very, this is me groping around relatively in the dark about it, Yeah. but that's serious. And I think that probably there are experts out there who would be kind of, eh, he's onto it. <laughs> right. Know, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's, it's a little uh, dirty, but it's there. Yeah. yeah. It's a scroungy take <laughs> yeah, on right. early childhood development. I, right. just, I think that in general, it is not a good move for a child to be a public person yeah i think yeah. that's really like i think it's well evidenced even to the the 
lay person yeah. that that is not a great start for most children. Yeah. And so I've been looking around for years and I've not been finding, I've been finding plenty of people who are willing to knife and pitchfork and torches yeah. outside the castle right. and yell, oh, you're making all this money and right. we hate you, you know, like right. that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I ran across that tier list, which was a humorous and profane tier list. So funny. But was, was very precious to me because this person was like, it really bothers me to see Andy Schrock uh, using his kid at the declining point of his companies you know this yeah. youtube creation right um using his kid to keep the views that right. he was losing because of the well he didn't say this but right. I, I see it as a normal ebb and flow yeah. of human interest yes fads trends they yep. come they go so the youtube the youtuber stuff um oh the kid was a local the video went viral caused a lot of trouble oh yeah so jeff wiseman is commenting uh, caused a lot of trouble for uh, the dad was banned for life. Oh, that sucks. Uh, save face. Kid was a ripper. Just wasn't having that vert ramp. Personally, there's a thin line between trying to get a child to face their fears and abuse. Just yes. saying. No, absolutely. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. man, Jeff Wiseman, thanks for your comment. That, yes. That is actually another problem is short form clip media. Yeah. Is really tricky you're not getting the full story for sure because yeah. i can imagine as a dad you're trying to help your kid you love your kid you got him up i mean it was a little savage he, the kid was standing up as i recall and he just bumped him into the transition I but thought, kids do that right. all the time it's like a slide you know like so it's like man i yeah you take it out of context that's a that's, that's a rough a, one, another dude. great one is that we get yeah we get this short form media we get the juicy bit right and then we're basically told what to think about it yes by the social nature of the media yes and and that's that's why I, I look at this and i'm like you know best possible result from even starting a public conversation about such public things yeah. right? it's not it's not off limits when you become a public person right uh it's what it's okay for people to adore you but it's not okay for people to ask critical right questions about what's going on right no sir no. right no, 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 no. If you, if, if I, if I've platformed myself, I've said I'm willing to be mocked, ridiculed, critiqued. I love how there's a group of guys in Indiana that used to make these supercuts of me um, pulling on my vape. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we should find those. Dude, they're oh, epic. Um, yes. They're epic, and those guys hate me. You know, like they hate yes. me in that skater way, which is actually fine. You know, right? They hate me, and they think I'm an absolute kook right and they made these kook cuts and um the more of them that, that someone was sending them to me because i'm like blocked by those guys of course and um i was like i, I miss that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i just miss the way he said china i, I yeah. miss it yeah i, I do <laughs> like like uh, they would make us an, so the guy who sent them to me was like oh they're making these they're making these of you right and i'm like i remember i was making boards in my workshop and i was like you know go for it 
Dude, like, don't, dude. I'm ridiculous. Yeah, what, like, dude, what's that one? It was like the onion or whatever kind of... Oh, the Nut Daily. Yeah, the Nut Daily. The dude. Nut did a thing on me that was so funny for me. So good. None of you Cretans are worthy of riding my creation. <laughs> it Art, was you like holding your Artisan skateboard maker. <laughs> yes. I've been going through all my different models yes. and doing YouTube videos yes. of all the different models I make yes. to sell boards. Yes. And the guy with... And it was so funny because... Guys like me take ourselves way too seriously. Literally. I'm not accusing myself of doing that, but and we need fun poked at us. We need yeah. people to make fun of us. I, I we, wonder who did that. I want to meet the guy who runs that. And just high five him. <laughs> that was so good, dude. It was so like it, was it wasn't mean. It was good, dude. It was awesome. And it was it was uh um we just watched through a gifted hater YouTube. Yes. On um, uh, Steve Barra. Get, uh, flashing hot over a yes. another guy who does satire um who held up a funny meme picture of jagger eaton during jagger eaton's thing and yes and um and uh, i remember it as the, the kid's dad kicked him in the ass and he went off it was i thought it was over the top when i watched it if was I'd he seen standing that, on the lip it's been a while since i've seen the video but the little dude i remember ah. seeing the dad berating him and i remember seeing the dad giving him the boot over the edge and I would have had a big problem with that. And I was probably... there was there some berating that happened because my my recollection is there wasn't. He was just up there with his kid. I I, I saw some berating okay, in my yeah. in my foggy recollection. Yeah, perhaps so. Berating or not, man, you just don't kick a kid off of a ramp. That's sure. like I would have been. Yeah. Um, I'm not a safe person to people who want to give their kid a kick and off the side of the ramp. I've been with people who do that, but they haven't done it in front of me. Right. Um, I watched a kid in my opinion, get ruined by a dad who was, the dad was involved with drugs. The dad was involved with super hardcore skate culture. Yeah. And I watched the dad push the kid and uh, the kid was very talented. These kids are, they tend to, they tend to really perform well. They rip. But I'm like, at what cost? Yes. At, yeah. What, what price? Are, are they, as Luke would say, driving it to refusal? <laughs> are we driving it to refusal? We may right be now. driving it to refusal. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, in those cases, I can kind of be counted on to offer a uh, a voice of community involvement. Yes. But a lot of that stuff doesn't happen when I'm around. And lately, I haven't been around a lot. Yeah, it's fine. I kind of stepped out of going to stuff when it became weird for me to be at things. <laughs> yeah. Because I... Yeah. was a little bit controversial yeah. and by weird i mean i don't just go to things that have people who've who've mobilized violence right. against um any threat to their legacy yeah. so since my city is largely locked down under a regime yeah actually that might not be true now i i have people reach out to me who say that it's changed yeah maybe so well we are the change we want to see in the world <laughs> oh my gosh dude. every time started. every time we show up at your skate park that's clotted full of scooter kids yes and we and we begin to tell the scooter kids no that was cool yeah right <laughs> and right. you're cool yes yeah we're being the change we want to see in the world that's true dude that's so funny well i think we did it i think we spent about 45 minutes of beginning to touch on this, but we're going to, this will be waves. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll wave it. This is going to be a topic of exploration. And if we can ever get Andy Schrock to come on the show, we'll have to figure out how he sits in here. Yeah. Well, I don't, it would be just, a big I, logistical thing. Maybe on my lap or something. 
I don't mean that in a weird way. No, yeah, that would be almost all the room we have. Um, <laughs> oh, no, well, well, what we would do is we'd turn the camera so it faces this way. Yeah. Um, or something like that. Or we do it down it, in the basement. It would be, oh, we do it in the workshop. Yes. Yesterday, Luke and I went downstairs and cleaned out my workshop. Yes. Um, yes. Very happy about that. Me too. We did good work. Oh, we uh, found it. What's good? Oh, thanks, Weissman Jeff, for finding that. I think this is a this is a cool thing that we're talking about it. Um, also, you know, um, dude, this is like on the news. Yeah, it was on the news. It was a big deal. Guy oh, kicked yeah. his kid down a twelve foot ramp. Oh yeah, dude, he's standing up. He's totally standing up, and his board was there. Mm -hmm. That sucks. All right. And the kid had uh, fallen down and caught a foot on his board. Oh, and, stop. Or, you know, rip, yeah. rip a hip joint out of socket or bash his face in his teeth, and that's jail time. Yeah. You know, that's like jail time. It's tough. That sucks, dude. And we don't, we're done, we're not doing a good enough job talking about these things in a way that's decent. Yeah. Um, I think that's why that tier list got pulled down. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that guy had a sense of decency about it. Mm. And, um, I think he pulled it down because he's a thinker. I, I might have a little more inside track on that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I think that that, that, uh, was a good move to pull it down. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy not to pull this down because what we're saying <laughs> is, Hey, you know what? We're going to, we're going to go ahead and we're going to maybe not assume the best. Right. But we're going to be hopeful. Yeah, maybe try Hope, to give hopeful that this can be done well. Yeah, and maybe by asking, we might increase the chance that people will think it through. Yes, and get it done well. Yes, um, I will say I'd like to just circle back quickly about that comment you just made about kids' development and how they would develop differently if they developed in front of a camera for a YouTube audience. Yeah, because I've kind of been holding like, no, I think that if he you had your kid on there, you did it right. It would probably be OK. But man, that one is a real that's a real sticking point. That's going to be a heavy friction point for me, because that I think an argument could be made that even if you did it well and set up trust funds and really took care of your kids finances, that you, th there would be some inherent damage done by having your kid grow up in front of a camera. You know what I mean? Like there that, like that maybe couldn't be that stopped or, yeah, you know, that would be. That's an interesting thought. I've never had that idea before. That's a really good take, I think. You, you know, Luke, what you just expressed may well be the final word on it. Yeah, I've been trying to it, find a landing spot. I feel like it that might, one, it might, might wind up being the case that, yeah, no. You can't. This is almost never good to the extent that you should never do it. Right. Don't. There's a, there's a free will argument to be made on behalf of a child. Right that being famous and who does it really benefit and what are the risks right when it comes to making a child famous you are risking all of the well-known anecdotally well-known consequences yeah we know that fame ruins kids right because we have watched it ruin kids right and we also know that the people in charge of fame are well known for not having kids best at mind. Yeah. But with this with this kind of media, you're not working with agencies. You're not going you know, it's not LA, it's not Hollywood, it's just parents and kids. Yeah. Which is a dicey thing still. Yeah. I know you know? I do, I do. So it's dicey and it is criticable. Right. 
I, and that means it is something that ought to experience critique. Yes. There ought to be incisive, cutting speech and thought around this issue, and there just isn't. There's splashy attacks. Yeah. And But I do think it's worth saying to anyone who does this with their kid, I would say, hey, I noticed that you decided to make your kids super famous. Right. Um, what's up with that? Yeah. Like, how's that going? We'll check in in 20 years and see what they're, I mean, all these documentaries I that are know. being made. I mean, I know, your kid is going to wind up being, and you look at like Please. Shia LaBeouf and Joaquin Phoenix and, yeah. and don't, don't Macaulay get me started Culkin on the Macaulay Culkins yeah. and the Corey Feldman's and the, that's the, the guy, all this Corey stuff yeah. and, and, um, and the other Corey who didn't live and like you get, no. oh, and that's not to say I'm painting everyone with a brush of the absolute worst things that can happen to kids, right. except that the absolute worst things that can happen to kids happen so much. And right. the people who do them have so much cover. Right. And it's only through conversations like these right. so far that you're going to have an increase yeah. in awareness and in inquiry yeah. and any sort of accountability and supervision. Yeah. And Thrasher isn't running an article like that no i don't think it's even on their radar jenkum yeah barely barely they they get a chance to do something redemptive and they write a puff piece Oofed. i can't stand it because they could do so much good and they'll almost do it they'll write something about harassment in skateboarding yeah and they'll just do so much less than they could have they should have gone the full way i know by, and uh, then you'll see like someone on a, an independent YouTuber with a small following will put up a video that just goes, I think it's disgusting yeah. that that this person did this with their kid and I think it's awful and I think it's wrong and I may come out agreeing with that right. and then uh, then it's pulled down. Right. And I loved the existence of that video, yes. that tier list video. Not, yeah. I, I don't share the same proclivity for, you know, the the profanity and like that. I'm, I'm far too profane already. Yes. But what I loved was it was finally someone talking about something yeah at least something so important right i yeah. know dude I know. what about the what about i'm thinking right now like i've seen on instagram people will mic up their toddlers like on the ski slope when they're teaching them how to ski and it is the most entertaining sweet cute fun just heartwarming thing ever can you see the kid's face it's usually Not geared really. up, and i don't think the kid knows that they're necessarily being filmed and recorded which that comes with its own ethical dilemmas i think but in some ways, that would be different because the kid is. What's so funny is you're not making a child. We we both know this this account. Yeah. This is an account where the kids the kids are all wearing battle gear on the yeah. ski slopes. Right. They're mic'd up and they're talking to each other. Right. Or themselves. And you yeah. don't even they you don't know who this kid is. Right. And that would and that, it's epic. That would go around this uh, child development problem that we've identified, but. It, it just seems like the entire thing is just so full of pitfalls. You just got to be so careful. It would be hard, almost nearly impossible to do in a way that a kid isn't damaged in some ways. Well, here's the facts. God. Kids are going to do media. Yeah. Children are going to be in our media. They always right. have been. Right. And so the fact is that there right. are going to be fit kids who love posting their stuff. You're right. These kids are ought to be under the care of parents yep. or Manala, I think about coming from New York in the 90s and these skate shop owners who even today are considered pillars of the community. Right. 
who contributed to delinquency in ways they should be in they should be in prison imprisoned for yeah like getting kids of a, of a young age to be involved with things they should never ought have ever done this yeah. stuff is on documentaries this is public right and these guys still get to be king of town in new right. york city right and it's it's disgusting yeah how do we as a skateboarding community you know i think by talking about it is like one of the ways that we make it harder for bad things to happen yeah and we create a, a better culture of accountability for when it does yeah because there are going to be child stars and there are going to be there are going to be children involved in skateboarding media yeah the kids themselves want to do it yeah so let's i don't know um let's um uh let's not like drop the ball yeah. on how do we even right i know with this because it's I gonna know. it's gonna be the way it is i know and i don't think that we should encroach on people's freedom to make decisions but we ought to be able to ask the hard questions of like can a person say i think this is really gross that your viewership went down and then you commoditized commodified yeah uh, a child right and then you publicized their young life right um a person should be able to say that they yeah. could say it in a way that's civil and that's one of the things that maybe that, yeah. that the youtube uh was not civil it was profane it was it right. was gross it was sexually suggestive right on purpose on purpose right. that, yeah he's a transgressive yeah. comedian right and it which was is, pretty much totally hilarious i'm not gonna lie to you. It, it was it just shows my own blah blah anyway yes it was it, for adult consumption it was a good video yeah. and i think that he really hit on a nerve there yeah. that was really important yes um i totally think it speaks well of that youtuber that he took down the video but yeah. i would love to see a redo on that yeah except that that might be what we're doing yeah i think maybe maybe instead of wanting that guy to do it right we'll 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 take our chance to have this conversation ourselves right I think that's been my mistake in life is as much as I have created alternatives to the mainstream, mm -hmm. I didn't like board brands. I didn't like board brands that are like do a hundred takes to get one trick and then pretend that's what skateboarding is. Right. So I started a board brand with a team that would come out and skate with you for a week and, and, and do lo-fi skateboarding with you. And right. it was a good board brand. Right. And then I didn't like board brands that had cheap junk wood from far-flung factories made by people who didn't care how it rode. Right. And or from factories that pretended to be core. Right. But as soon as you cared about quality, they accuse you of not being a real skateboarder. That's the you know. Thing I've ever heard. And so yeah. I started making skateboards myself. A thing that they told me I would never be able to do. Right. It's impossible. And then I took that and open sourced it. And so I I didn't just critique the way it was. I created alternatives. Right. Maybe that's what we're doing now. Right. Is we're creating an alternative in media. Right. That's not going to softball question. You know. You know, a great way not to ever be on the nine club is to criticize the nine club yeah, so know. let's take care of it okay i've start. never seen a bunch uh, a bigger bunch of hero worshiping softball <laughs> questions superficial treatment of yes. what's really gone on in skateboarding than right. the nine club there yes. i did it yeah there i did it are we canceled down is this what it feels like i feel good i do too <laughs> i do i do <laughs> <laughs> i think i could get used to this yeah this is nice i like it in here <laughs> what if 
What if Andy Schrock sat down and was like, listen, I totally hear what you guys are saying. I've thought about this. I have all the financial set up. I have my kid go to a therapist two times a week and we go together and we talk about what's happening. Like, I don't know. Like, how, like, That's actually know? a good idea. Like, how could you do it? Like, um, I, I'm just wondering, like, if you totally also, gave him the benefit of the doubt. You know what would warm my heart? Go ahead. Is if a, if a person, I mean, we're, we've spoken about Andy Schrock. What if yeah. a person said, hey, look, here's what the deal is. My wife's brother, yeah. his uncle. Yes. Or her uncle. Right. And my brother, uncle on the other side, have teamed up. Yep. To keep me accountable. Yep. Not to objectify my kid. Dude, I would cry tears of joy. Would I would. Be so sick, dude. Um, or if they said like, yeah, I've got a squad of, of, of five families that come around our family yep. and talk to me about how our kids do. You know, if they yeah, had, right. what we're talking about is, is not so much uh technical mechanisms or industry mechanisms yeah. but the actual human community of families yes and some accountability that's the kind yeah. of thing that would warm my heart because yeah, i'll tell you too. this i don't have a little kid right now my kids are all are all grown men lurge um, they're lurge <laughs> um but that's what i had around me just raising kids yeah around me i had people in my life who they knew me and they had the place in my life where they could put their hand on my shoulder and say hey stop yep you're not doing it right yep even if they didn't know how to do it right we could that i always have kept people in my life yeah who could stop me on a dime right because that's i i learned that from uh from jesus and the scripture right and that's what i learned there is right. that you have to have people in your life who can stop you right and if I had a person come in and say, look, man, we're inventing the wheel. Yep. This kids being famous thing is brand new yep. and we're doing it. Yep. We, we kind of, this is what's happening. We're doing it. And right. we, we don't know that we're doing it right, but we've got people around us. I think that might be the number one, not just you, not just your wife, not just your husband, but people around you who are gathered around the health of that kid. They used to have godparents. Yeah. Um, they probably, st I mean, they still have godparents. Somewhere. Are you anyone's godparent? I'm not, but I think I have well, some. We've got some godparent style stuff where yeah. like if we die in a terrible car accident, um, you got to take care of our kids. Yeah. You know, and that's a special kind of place in a kid's life. You're supposed to pay attention to, I need to step up my game on the, on those relationships. Come on, man. Um, Are you somebody's? I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um. I got, I got a number of relationships like that that are not quite official. Right. Um, one of them, they're writing up a will. And uh, maybe that sort of thing is the best first move. Yeah. Is, uh, I've got buddies. They come over. We work on mo motorcycles together. And those guys try to keep my head straight. And they watch the videos. And they track this. And they see how I'm behaving. Maybe that's what could keep a person from... Right. You know, the guy who kicked his kid off a ramp... Um, I have empathy for that person. Yeah. What you're looking at there is a culmination of probably a longer period of time yeah. during which that man yeah. lost perspective. Yes. And wound up doing something right. super regrettable. Would you feel the same way if, like, John Wayne style, he's teaching his kid how to swim and he threw him in a pond? No. I mean, 
it depends. I guess that would be it different. It depends. Because you could like yeah. uh, if if you told your kid, "Oh, I'm going to throw you in the water." Yeah. And the kid's like, "No, no, 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 no." And you like grab him and like throw him in the water. I mean, that kind of thing does get done. I don't I don't approve of that. I don't know how I would I don't know that I would be cool with that. I haven't been there for that. Yeah. I haven't. But I've been like No, I don't like when people teach their kids to swim by terrifying them and throwing them in the water. Yes. I'm glad when a kid turns out into a great adult and has like my daddy used to stories. I like that. I have a lot of friends whose dads were gnarly like that and they turned into pretty good people. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of one in particular. His dad was like a cowboy and he would do cowboy stuff and it was like kind of intense and gnarly and there is a that's a style of parenting. I think you got to be careful. It's much more old school, but it can result in really great, well-rounded people. You just got to... The real question is, does your kid know that you love them and care about them deeply? You know what I mean? Like, well, that's let, the problem. I know a guy who he his dad wanted to teach him how to drive a race car, and so he strapped three kilos of Colombian Bam Bam, oh my gosh. and he put a live Jaguar in the car. You know, That's and, not a true story. And he didn't turn out okay. He came out thinking, if you're not first, first you're last. last. Yeah, right. man, yeah. What's so, kid's name? Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> TRs, we short. like call them. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but those done. kids, if you step to them, they'd be like a spider monkey. Yeah. they I were know. all hopped up on Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Right. Yeah, dude. They got the uncle with the leg and just smells something awful. I did it, dude. <laughs> That's their granddad, Chip. Yeah, Chip. He had a beard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, we need that. We need, he had a beard from Ricky Bobby. We need that on our soundboard. Yes, dude. We do. He had a beard. He had a beard. He, a beard. he was a man. Oh my gosh. Maybe, you know what I liked? We kind of hit on this. Instead of, because we've been talking kind of more in binary terms, like how do you do this right versus how do you do it wrong? But really maybe a, a good question would be, how do you do this better? Ha, you know? Has it has it ever been done in a way that's not the worst. ruinous? <laughs> yeah, right. Has it ever been done in a way that could be said was not desperately perilous, really dangerous? Because taking the risk, okay? Yeah. Taking the risk of danger yeah. for your kid's development. Right. You have to have a reason why, the benefit yes. of that. Right. And when it comes to making your kid famous, the real benefit yes. is money. Yeah. Yeah. What happens to your kid if you go and work a a nine to nine at a factory? They right. don't have your they don't have you around. Right. But if your kid is famous online, then they do have you around. There are, there are arguments to be made. Yeah. But what if you could be normal? What if you could have a standard sort of non-famous life? These are questions for the parent who is not there yet. Yes. Right. Like maybe we'll catch some people before they decide to make their kid famous. Right. I don't know. This podcast is a tiny, tiny little bump on the rump of the whole world. <laughs> it's little. It's yeah. little. It's little. Know? L I L. But like I said, this is not going to be um, a small podcast forever. Well, it, I also would like to point out quickly. I, I don't want to convolute. We've talked about like skate dads or like uh, coach dads, and and we've also talked about media empire dads. I, it's much much easier to do it right, being like a coach dad. 
I've seen that done well. Well, if, I'm if all you're doing is taking your kid to the park and encouraging yeah, them to do what they want to do. Yeah, no, we're, we're talking dude, about yeah, people who no. platform their kids right. on social media right. and then begin to get like checks. Well, think about Nigel and his dad, because his dad was kind of like a coach dad and sound like kind of gnarly. And at least on the better end, you could call it super disciplined. And on the other end, you could call it gnarly you know yeah. and Nigel turned into a person who probably makes a bajillion dollars mm. or has at some point you know? I, I, I think it's in the public record that Nigel's dad's strategy right was that his son would be sponsored yeah and famous at breaking contest rule uh, breaking contest records yes and that's that's not just go for it Jimmy right yeah. you know that's right. not no um that's that's not the same thing as um oh, what's up guys i got no, like here with me like the 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 dad who shows up like i think of like uh the best people in skateboarding yeah. are the dad who works a job yeah. overweight yeah. hard worked yeah takes his kids to the skate park and sits out there for hours yeah. on like uh on like one of them like folding chairs yeah. reading a book that's so sick because dude. the dad is not a skateboarder yeah the, the dad doesn't know any i don't know anything about this yeah but i know my kids love it and i take them out to the thing yeah and the dad is literally at the end of a, a person's life their kids come around them and the best report the kids can give on the performance of that parent yeah is not my dad always had the answers to all my questions it's not my dad always paid for everything right it's that literally my dad was quote there for me yeah unquote yes that is like being there for your kid takes yep. no skill almost no knowledge almost no aptitudes yep. It takes like a car with enough seats yep. and a folding chair yes. and a big old mug of your favorite beverage and a good book. Yes. And um, I'm happy that my dad sat in the uh, in the waiting room yeah. of a smelly old school karate studio that smelled like feet. Yes. And read a book. That's so sad. He didn't watch. Yeah. He didn't, I never got pointers. Years and years, five six years of of my dad driving me and my brother to this old school karate studio right and he he never said oh i really think you need to pivot your hip differently <laughs> yeah, right he never did right, that yeah he just took us there and took us home yeah until we were black belts and we were old enough to drive ourselves yeah and then he was still there for us they paid for it yeah and it was expensive that really counts for something dude really i'm does. saying yeah, like sick. maybe if i could offer maybe a little bit of advice to parents uh who are doing skateboard stuff with their kids just keep that going yeah just like freaking drop them off don't yeah. become invested in their placement right like drop them off and or, if they are good enough to get sponsored i mean go for it yeah or go to the park with your kids and maybe get a big ass a 12 inch wide 36 inch long cruiser for yourself and ride with your kids could be if you wanted to yeah and fully pad up and and don't you know get in there and throw some numbers because you might find that you really like it you know i'm not against that but that distance where my parent i do a thing yeah. My parents support it, but it's not the thing they do. That's fine. That's well. an important yes. part. At about 13 years old, a young person, a young, especially 
boys need to differentiate themselves and become independent of their parents. The problem is they can't drive. Yeah. In our society, it depends on freaking expensive wheels. I know. It's really tough to to be a parent. Yeah. And it means grueling hours of taking this kid. um, One of the families I know, their daughter is in ballet. Mm-hmm. Every now and then they need help with getting their kid to ballet. And so my wife will drive the kid to ballet. Yeah. And because um, we're close, we're friends, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's nice because our kids haven't needed to be driven to anything for years and years. It's yeah. Been, it's been years right. since our kids need to be driven. And being there for a kid who's taking ballet, I mean, is she going to become a ballerina? Yeah. Probably not. Right. But it's awesome. Yeah. No, for just sure. like so like but a lot of a lot of mistakes can be made when you think you're supporting a kid man that's yes. a great justification yes for a lot of misbehavior so I, I have a friend whose dad um used to take him to soccer and then come and watch like every single one of his games and like then that. he some point in the scenario he got kicked from the games because he was bellowing he's a blue collar they're just the best kind of person bellowing, you know, encouragement to his kid. And they were like, Oh, you're being too late. You gotta go. And he would still come. He would just stand on the other side of the fence every time he was there. And it's like really impacted my friend deeply to know that his dad just had his freaking back. You know, that means so much that goes so far. It's massive. It's awesome. It's awesome. And I've, I still have love for the dads who make mistakes. Yeah, me too. Because making mistakes is another, uh, another, that's a part of parenting. Parenting is tough, dude. Yep. It's tough. And uh, I think that whatever gets said about this has to be said with respect. Everybody has the best intentions. Yes. Um, the problem with that in the public life is that behaviors wind up being judged. Yep. And they should be. Yep. Behaviors should be judged. Right. And um, I also don't think it's wrong or bad to turn to another person at the risk of altercations and say, hey, man. Think you need to slow your roll just calmly say to someone i think you need to calm down my friend yeah i am your friend i'm giving you good advice you may or may not take it and no right i'm not giving you an ultimatum ultimatum i uh, we've watched i've watched people lose their cool and get violent yeah. toward people who who say stuff like that dude i don't even know honestly right now i don't even have a prepared response if i see someone hit a kid in public it, it hasn't happened in front of me where I see someone yeah. abuse a child in public. What are you going to do? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, me too. I hate it. Like yep. in the, you go to Kroger or, or Wegmans. Yeah, and like, <laughs> Wegmans. And Wegmans is Wegmans <laughs> is a freaking national institution. Peter Kane dog trainer. Oh my gosh, dude. Um, Wegmans. Go to Wegmans and someone hits their kid. Okay. And like, what if it's like a Latina abuela and she hits a kid with a chancla? Yeah, what I you mean, want to do is, huh? you know, you want to see someone get hit with a chunkla. I don't even know what that is, but I'm in. Chunkla is a flip flop. Oh, that's awesome, dude. You know yeah. what about what about if a, if a lady throws a chunkla at a misbehaving, you know, like preteen boy who's misbehaving and actually hits him? Yes. From a distance, that'd be sick. Honestly, I'm down. Dude. I'm. It's a danger to the society, perhaps, but I might congratulate. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's really know. tough. It's nuanced. I don't it's have nuanced, man. set up responses, no. and I'm not sure what I would do if I had a little kid who was a little ripper. Yeah, and loved making videos. Yeah, and then started to get money and traction on all that stuff. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. 
That's a really hard. I don't, yeah, yeah, I think that we need to move out of the realm of like right and wrong and into the realm of like guiding principles and. and I, I will say better. there is something fishy at at the at best. There's something fishy at best if I'm running a YouTube empire providing Google yeah. with ad platforming, right? And then uh, and on and I have uh, uh, an industry critique about yes. pretending that's a skateboard company, yeah, um, selling Chinese boards with graphics on them it's it's not rare yeah it's not wrong yeah it's ethically uh less right that's what i think yes. i think that's a lower value skateboard company yeah um but, but uh and i don't think the fact that it makes money is a justification of its lower ethical content yeah and then the money begins to wane and all of a sudden there's a financial advantage to platforming a child yeah i think that's i think that's uh I hope that there's aunts and uncles. I know. And I I would love to say I bet there are. But I don't know. Yeah. And until you until you know, here's what we do know is that's what's going on. Yep. And maybe maybe a YouTuber who did a joking tear video that wasn't kid safe in the first place. I know, dude. Um, which is not I don't think that everything should be kid safe. No, me neither. I don't. I don't yeah. think it's wrong. I no. don't think it, it discounts the point. Yep. I think you raised a great, great question. And if skateboarding as a as a community and if skateboarding media as an industry yeah. can't endure the rigors of this conversation, that's fine. We'll do it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's yeah. fine. We'll that's, do that's it. Fine. We're not yeah, mad. No, absolutely. We're not mad. We'll just we'll just be the alternative. Yes. Yes. And uh, if if that were to get us canceled, yes. Well, we already took care of that because yeah, we, we, we think the Nine Club is a bunch of softballs. Yeah, so yeah, we're already there. Yeah, you can't you, you can't kill a dead man, friends. Already That's dead. right. Exactly. That's right. And I really I'm really struck by how important it is to have your guiding principles on lock, and because the way that we're engaging with this topic, this doesn't happen very much. But I think it's really important that it happens more. This is the way that these should be engaged thoughtfully and taking in the nuance and not really coming to really stark conclusions, at least not quickly. Mm -hmm. And and it's good to have your guiding principles on lock because what do you do when you are at the park and some guy pushes his kid down into the vert ramp? Because at that point, you're not going to have time yeah. to go back into your life and think these things. That's through. right. You're just going to have to just be coming out of your mouth. You already, yeah, you already have to have laid the groundwork. So that you're not reacting, but you're responding yes. according to, to yep. organizing and guiding principles in yes. your life. Hey, crack your Bible. Yeah, come on now. I'm saying, yeah. crack your Bible. Right. I don't know, man. Get your butt to church used to sound a lot better to me, but like <laughs> American church culture is, is right. a, like a field of so much garbage. It is. Um, but still, I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. Get your butt to church. Yeah. These are not terrible ideas. No, I don't um, they're so. rigorous. They're difficult. They, yeah. are, they it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous to entrust yourself to mm -hmm. a lot of what America is calling church nowadays. But right. if you got your Bible cracked, yeah, and you're digging, yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna find some good, uh, challenging, encouraging things. Yeah. Well, you may hate it. That's okay. That's fine. Too. That's an authentic reaction to to uh, the man with the holes in his hands. Yeah. Lots of people hated him. You'll be in, uh, you'll be in, it might not be good company, but, but you'll be company. in, you'll be in company, <laughs> yeah. probably majority company. It's fine. Yes. But you know, go deep. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I don't feel threatened or provoked by it, but the reality is this whole conversation to date mm. has been taboo. Which is insane. It's, what did we say today that was so horrible? 
besides that scathing remark about the nine club, so scathing. Yes. It was so sc- it was it was it was marrow deep. They were so mean. Marrow deep. Yeah, marrow deep. <laughs> it was absolutely marrow deep. We cut them deep. <laughs> yeah, we cut them so deep. Well, that's that's the beginning. We are going to return to this kind of topic and probably this one and this one specifically in the future. Yeah. Uh, because we're going to be talking about things like this for years. That's good to talk about. Yeah. And maybe Andy will reach out. That'd be so sick. I'd love to get coffee with him. That would be awesome. I'd really love to meet him. I care about him. I do. That's how I feel, man. I like that, Luke. Yeah. I do. And I'd love to fist bump his kid too. You know. Yeah. That'd be cool. I I tremble. <laughs> I do. I tremble because yeah. um because uh I don't give quarter. I know, dude. To um, I don't give quarter, and so anybody that tangles with me in some interview, yeah, is not going to get softballs. Yes, and uh, you know, an interview can turn into a confessional real quick. Yes, uh, when we behave publicly, we're publicly accountable for that behavior. Yeah, um, Oofta. I say that with a you know a bit of a shudder, <sighs> but me this too. is you know. Well, that's another episode of uh, the Captain Lou podcast with your host, Captain Lou, and co-captain, Luke. And um, we are, as always, thankful for our sponsors, um, Life Skateboards. What did, what did I say? Uh, um, be a lifer. Be a lifer. Get a life skateboard. Yes. And um, we, uh, we back and wish to promote all the maker made skateboarding that's happening out there, skateboard decks that are made by people who press them. Yeah. If you've got one near you, check them out. Yeah. Um, it's better. Or if you don't, you can order online and like, it's like, it's, it's, you it's can as order if online. it's down the street or even more convenient in yep. some ways. And for now there's lifeskateboard.com, singular skateboard, yep. lifeskateboard.com. Check them out. Yeah. And uh, then we also want to thank our gracious sponsors, people who have gone on Podbean, yep. Podbean, um, and have um, pledged support for what we hope will become a completely gigantic <laughs> media <laughs> empire yes. with complete dominance over yes. the infosphere. Yes. Um, will our fantasies ever be quenched? Undoubtful. Un- un- and quickly for everybody two things quickly we're on apple podcast and we're on google podcast if you have an android but the apple one is very cool so if you like listening to stuff on apple you can find us there all of our stuff will be pushed there automatically and you know we're working up that youtube and that tiktok and that uh, that instagram it'll be springtime before we feel like we know what we're doing we're We're fine starting to get you know starting to get our feet feet uh on the ground here starting to feel where the path lies right so, uh, you know, um, you'll see uh, new, there's already a Captain Lou TikTok, TikTok out there hmm. that's just Captain Lou Podcast TikTok. Yeah. It's at Captain Lou Podcast, but all it is is like six videos of me doing a frontside <laughs> Smith stall. With zero core strength. Yes. <laughs> zero core strength was injured in the making of any of my skate clips. But yeah. we'll, have, we'll have excerpts from our yes. actual podcasting. And if you're interested, if you have a question or a comment or a topic you want to see discussed, you can email us at CaptainLouQuestions at Gmail. That's plural. Which we should probably put on the description. It's fine. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll start to, we'll start to get the descriptions and things like that going. Yes. We're grateful for everybody on Facebook who watched through with us. And we're grateful for those of you who will download the podcast and give it a listen. Yep. Um, we hope to uh, be back at you soon. But for now, for what it's worth... Captain Lou. Laters.